those effing C words. Changing confidence, child. Two words that are so scary they may as well be cursing. Let's talk about it. On this podcast, we'll share our stories about hardship and starting over, making professional pivots, ending relationships and friendships, and having the confidence to navigate change. I'm Marcia Cork, the change coach, and this is Ooh, Those Effing C Words. I'm back. Happy New Year, MCs. Not only am I back and we're all jumping into a new year, but I'm also jumping into a new season. And yes, I'm saying Happy New Year, even though we're 31 days in because this is my first time seeing you and I'm excited to be back. The first season was just six months long. That's okay. I thought I would keep things simple and start the new season of the podcast in line with the new year because I want to set some goals for the podcast this year. And I just thought it would be easier to you know, monitor and measure them against my 2023 goals. So this is what we're doing. Season two starts right now. And speaking of doing things differently, here are some things that I'm going to do different with the podcast. For starters, as you see, this is a Monday episode. So you probably remember when I first started the podcast, I was giving you two episodes a week. First one was on Monday and then I had a Friday show. Not quite going back to that, but I did notice that my episodes started getting much longer once I went to once a week. And I don't want to compromise the episodes by, you know, cutting them, editing them down to make them shorter, you know, cutting out key information from the interviews, great takeaways. So instead, I want to break them up and spread them across two episodes. So I'll do a part one and a part two for those long conversations. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I play with the idea. Maybe I would even do a Monday or a Friday. I can't really say. I want you, I want to set expectations, um, set a cadence that you're used to. But um, yeah, I'm just going to break them into part one and part two if they're long conversations. All right. And I know you'll give me feedback. I count on that. Um, you know, we're we're just in season two, so we're riding this out together. So please give me some feedback as I try some new things, you know, some different things this season. That way you get a fresh episode if I do it on Mondays to start off your week, keep you inspired, and then you've got all week long to listen to it because I feel like giving it to you on Friday, you don't always get through it. And then you got your weekend to get to. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Speaking of staying inspired, did you know that by February, 80% of people have already abandoned their goals and resolutions for the new year? And that's that's actually why I wanted to come back today, right? Instead of saving this episode for Friday. I wanted to reach out to you, you know, have these conversations with you before you abandon your goals that you set for the new year get you back on track before this month ends. Because, you know, it's also said that only 8% of people stick with their goals for the whole year. So we are going to be in that 8%, the 8% who rides their goals out for the whole year, not the 80% who abandon them by February. Okay. Self-care was one of the top goals set for 2023. But I find that when it comes to self-care, Things like the things that I talk about, working on change, making a deliberate effort to work on change, making a deliberate effort to heal from your grief. Those are the types of things that people don't really talk about when they talk about self-care, right? So that's what I want to make a priority. I'm determined to change that 
by, you know, starting my community, doing my different, better, more challenge um, that I've been talking about. I have a Slack channel. I'll share some information about that in the episode notes for people who want to join and get support for their goals all year long. It's free and you can join me there to get support. So we'll be talking about navigating change, helping you stick to your goals for the new year, and then also helping those of you who need to deal and heal with heal from grief. We're going to do that as well. All right. So as much as I missed you guys, I don't want to delay this episode another minute. I want to get straight into these conversations from the Different Better More event. That's what this episode is about. I closed out season one talking about that event. It was coming up. It was January 8th. Um, you know, we haven't had conversations since early December or mid-December. So yeah, so the event took place January 8th. So now I want to share it as an episode, share the dynamic conversations that came out of that event and how the amazing women who attended that event are ready to star in their own life story instead of playing supporting cast. And you're going to hear that a lot. We talked about that a lot. I even had them come up with taglines and everything. It was a good time. So collaborating with me again for that event was the founder and the face of the DMV Does Social Group, Jennifer Leah, and then also Dr. Dana of Integrate Med Spa. That's actually where we had the event at Dr. Dana's Med Spa. Now you remember them from the weight loss episode um, in season one. So we did this event together. It was amazing. And now I want to share the brave and impactful stories from the event participants. All right. So that's all coming up now. Let's get started. All right. Are you ready to get started? All right. Thank you, Jen. Well, while you still have the floor, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, and sure. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer. Many of you know me from a group called DMV Does. I started it four years ago, and it's grown tremendously. It's grown tremendously. So thank you all for coming out today. By day, I'm a therapist. I, I work for a local organization. I do a hospice consulting. So I, I work with people who are grieving, caregivers, things of that nature. And yeah, I'm happy to be here today. You want to pass the mic? Yeah. So hi, I'm Dana, um, Dr. Dana, Dr. D, or just plain Dana. Um, I'm the, the owner and the, uh, the founder and medical director for this med spa here, it's Integrate Med Spa. I have uh, over 20 years of experience as a provider. Uh, my first half, well, my first half of my career, uh, majority of my career is women's health. So I really came into medicine with a passion for uh, taking care of women, empowering women, making women healthy. And um, probably the last five years, um, I really wanted to get more into aesthetics. But my passion is uh, is regenerative, regenerative aesthetics. Um, I'm more about um, not just making you look good, but feel good. What uh, actually helps your body to um, repair and regenerate and restore what we used to have. So that's really my my passion for this. Um, so this is why I corp incorporate like a lot of different. Um, um, options and modalities into my clinic. And um, I'm just here because I, I this I feel like, and I've said this before, but this year the theme is for self-care. I feel like we've gone through a lot for the past couple years. Yep. Um, we've gone through a lot of stress, a lot of worrying, a lot of taking care of others, um, and a lot of kind of putting our needs to the side. And I feel like this is the year that we need to get back to ourselves. So absolutely. Thank you. All of that. <laughs> that is what brought us here. Um, 
I am Marcia Cork. I brand myself as the change coach. I help people navigate the change and the grief and uncertainty that comes with change. Um, this conversation or this this happening, it's funny. It actually came out of the podcast episode that we did together yeah. on a similar subject. So I host a podcast called, Ooh, Those F and C Words. <laughs> the C words are change and confidence. Um, conflict, there's quite a few C words, but... One of the, the topic that we had, come on in, come on in, come on in, right up front. That's what happens when you're late. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were having a conversation about change after weight gain or weight loss. And in that conversation, we just started talking about a number of things that trigger the weight gain or the weight loss, the different life events that we experience on a day-to-day basis that are seemingly common events and not realizing that they are actual events that create stress, um, cause hair loss, cause the, the, the frown lines, cause the hormone imbalance. All those things came out of that conversation. And afterward, I was like, we should do an event. And Dana's like, well, well what you have in mind? <laughs> so I'm thankful to both of you that you saw fit to continue this conversation, Dana, that you opened up your space to make this possible. So I'm excited that we made this happen. That was back in October. If you've been, you know, coming in and seeing the monitors, um, walking in, we have the podcast on display now. So if you haven't checked it out, you should go back and check it out. It was a great conversation, but we're going to continue that conversation today. So Self-care, you know, when we talk about it, it's usually all Zen-like and everything, but we want some zing to the Zen too. So we want to have fun with this conversation today. So we're going to do some interesting things. I have you guys coming up with some taglines, um, starring in your life story. That's actually a little, I don't know, I'll say sneak peek of sorts, because that's the tagline that I have for myself. So um, yeah, we're going to Everybody has a little book on their chair. I know we've kind of played some revolving chairs today, but everybody should have one. And if not, I think I have more in the back. But um, I'll ask some questions. Have you start to jot some answers down? All right. So the first question that we're going to ask, what brings you here? And you've probably already been thinking about that during Jen's grounding exercise. What brings you here? Actually, I'll ask these first two questions together because they're kind of similar. What goes in the center of your vision board? Right? So do you already have a goal for 2023? And what goes in the center of your vision board? And so I'll ask those two questions together because some people don't subscribe to vision boards. You know, not everybody likes to do them. They don't like grabbing the magazines and cutting out phrases and all of that. But I do. I have a vision board. It became my checklist. Um, and I, I accomplished everything on it because it was something that I could walk by and see on a day-to-day basis. But if it's a mental thing for you, you know, just at least start conceptualizing. Maybe some of you journal. And that's this can be your first journal. If you want to start writing those goals down for 2023. Now, are those two things in alignment? So what it is you want to work on for 2023 and what goes in the center 
<laughs> what goes in the center of your vision board? Somebody's navigating through life right now. <laughs> um, so are those two things in alignment? And if not, start thinking about how you can get them in alignment. Okay? Start jotting down some ideas how to get those two things in alignment. So I'm going to sit down and give you a few seconds to think about those. Because this is not something that's run of the mill, right? This is supposed to be life changing. Yes? The last part, are these two things in alignment? And then if they aren't, see what you can do to put them in alignment. Start thinking about what you need to do to get those two things in alignment. What you want to accomplish for 2023 and what would go into what would go into the center of your mental or tangible vision board. Okay? And I'll give an example. My, I still have this board up, but I did it in 2018 for 2019 goals. In the center, I had, had it written kind of like a formula. I had the word happy in the center. I had the word compassion on top. And I had anger at the bottom. And that year, I was working on forgiveness. So the board, or that formula, in the center of the board was in order to achieve the happiness in the center of my board, it was going to, put, it was going to require putting compassion over anger. You see that? And that's what I did for all of the people that I knew I needed to forgive. And it was a year, I tell you. <laughs> but I needed to look at their situation, their circumstances, and what causes them to, 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 to do some of the actions um, or act out in a way that made me feel wronged and then have some compassion for that versus angry, being angry. So I put the compassion over the anger. Okay, so think about something like that, what goes in the, the center of your boy. It's kind of like the... The center of your life, the center of your focus, the, the thing that you're really going to target that year. Okay, are we good? We need a little more time on that? Okay. So then for fun, I said we were going to come up with some taglines, and I mentioned starring in your life story. I want you to think about your tagline as you starring in your life story. So Anybody else watch The Housewives? That's my guilty pleasure. The Real Housewives mm -hmm. franchise. And you know the opening credits, how everybody has a tagline and it just kind of re represents the way they live their life. That's how you should think of your tagline. Because now you are the star of your own reality show, the star in your own life story. And we should be doing these too. Yeah. You think about oh, yeah, it? I All right. Mind. Yes, I can give you 10. Oh. Look. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I forgot I pulled them up. All right, since season seven, Cynthia Bailey. This was after she and Peter divorced. And her tagline for that season was Life is about choices, and I choose Cynthia. Okay? Candy Burris, season eight. I'm a hit maker, and this year I will reveal the best one. So she was pregnant that season. Um, Vicki Gundelson. Is that how you say that? Yeah, she's okay. Orange season, yes. <laughs> season seven. 
My tank is full and I'm driving into my future. Right? So it's a bit, yeah. So the, this, these are your taglines. They mean something to you, not necessarily to everybody, but that doesn't matter. But it's a phrase that's going to resonate with you this year. So for me, I'm Jennifer, right? So I use genuine with everything. Genuine, living my a genuine life. Like mm-hmm. everything I do, you know, I play off genuine. So any in, anything I do is intentional. Anything I do is um, just genuine, being present, transparent, um, and authentic. So that's yeah. what that's my tagline. Uh, let's see. Nene Leaks, season five. I have arrived, and the spotlight is on me, honey. Um, Kyle Richards, season five. Planes and yachts are nice, but my happiness starts at home. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump, season four. Life is a sexy little dance, and I like to take the lead. So you didn't really think about those taglines before, did you? You didn't, didn't pay attention to them? Right. But they were kind of a, a, a preview into what the season was going to be, you know, for their storyline. Yeah. Portia Williams, season six. So this was right after the divorce from um, Cordell Stewart. Mm-hmm. I'm still standing and I'm making my own rules. <coughs> Kim Zolziak, season five, right after she met Croy, or that might be after they got married. I asked, I believed, and I received. All right, so keep thinking about your tagline. And up next will be your theme song. (laughs) Yeah. So how are these taglines coming along? Fantastic. Okay. (laughs) Who said that? I did. I'm calling you. Okay. Yep, you're going to be first. (laughs) So you're going to be first. What had a hold on you in 2022? And alongside that question for what had a hold on you in 2022, I want you to also write down how you coped. What did you do to cope? And be honest. Be honest. No judgment. Yes. Because sometimes the coping is pretending it doesn't exist putting our head in the sand, sometimes overindulgence, substance abuse, food, whatever it is we do you know, too much of, trying to distract ourselves, just trying to self-medicate, all of those things. Talk about how you coped. All right. So are we ready to share? All right. Does anybody want to share what brings them here today? Um, what brings me here today is, um, I say, healing and releasing things that I can't control. Okay. Is there one uh, event in particular that yes. you want to release? Yes, because um, allowing the decisions of my adult children to impact my life. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for sharing up here in the green. Hi, green. Hey. Um, and say your name, say your too. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 
I'm Sharon. Sharon. Okay. Thank you, Sharon, for sharing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you My name are... is Benetta. Benetta. All right. Uh, what brings me here is um, I saw in the advertisement about grief, okay. and I lost my dad in June of 2022. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to get over, like, forgiving myself for guilt, but also still grieve in the process yeah. of losing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about that today. So thank you for sharing. Benetta? Yes. Okay. And our condolences, of course. Yeah. All right. Anybody else want to share what brings them here? I'm here um, because I have a new commitment this year, uh, committing to self-care. And so I'm here just trying to start that and see what that looks like and how to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. And was there something in 22, I'm sorry, something in 2022? 2022 was a year. So I think just being a wife, being a mom, being an employee, being a business owner, um, a lot of those things pull Mm -hmm. a lot from you. Yes. And and, and things get really hard and really heavy. Yeah. Just dealing with all of that. And so what do you want to work on for 2023, knowing all of that? Just self-care in general? Take, yeah, because um, if I don't take time and pour into myself and all of the things that are pulling from me, I, um, I have nothing yeah. to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And tell us your name. Latia. Latia. All right. Okay. Come on. Um, <laughs> self-care, definitely. Um, some grief. Okay. Wanting to learn how to put me first without throwing distractions in front of me. Okay. I'm one of those people that I don't take time for me. When I when I get hurt or when I get when something happens, I immediately go into work mode mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. the pain and I never actually get through it because from the outside world they're like, Oh that's the boss. Look yeah. at her. She got it. Yep. I just take yeah. on a couple more mm-hmm. projects yeah. and it appears that I'm great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I need to learn how to truly take time to process mm-hmm. the that's, grief. That's what I call dealing but not healing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you find um, a way to deal with it. Process the grief. Thank you for sharing. All right, any more? So before they share, I wanna I wanna mention so what you're doing is there's an acronym for it in grief recovery. It's called STERBS, S T E R B S. They are short-term energy-relieving behaviors. So the things we do in the short term that help us, you know, just kind of make our way through the day, get through the day, the week, the month, but you never really heal from or deal with the situation. So it keeps manifesting, keeps, you know, Mm-hmm. representing itself over and over and over again in your life because you haven't adequately healed from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take it till you make it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And in many situa- many cases, we see it manifest in different ways. So we might have masked it in one way working, then it comes out in another way. So yeah. if we didn't he- deal with grief in a relationship, it may come back up again in another relationship. Mm-hmm. So just something to think about as we do this, as we have this conversation and talk about self-care. Yeah. Do we have any relationship-related goals, things that we're working on for 2023 or had a hold on us? Yeah. Oh, I have a goal for 2023. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm married now three years, and I want to have a baby. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm working on fertility, okay. um, but also knowing that my heart space 
with the grief also needs yeah. to be just so that I could welcome yes. to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to share what brings them here today? I beat myself up a lot. And people will um, look at me and think I'm the most confident person. Mm-hmm. And I'm outgoing, mm-hmm. but, you know, we as, as, as we're all, we always have this mask on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I wish that... I had this, you know, I wish I could be this, I wish, and and yet other people are like, what do you mean you're doing this and this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I have these goals, right? And if I haven't accomplished them, mm-hmm. I don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And so I beat myself up. Um, but then what happens is that um, I'm not focusing on my blessings, mm-hmm. the things that I do have, um, the things that um, bring me comfort, and instead yeah. I'm focusing on the what I don't have or why am I not here so I want peace I want to be at a peaceful place to know that even if I'm not where I should be I um, and I go to church Mm -hmm. you know very spiritual but um, I don't know what it is that's blocking that feeling of um, I'm okay Mm -hmm. you know if someone and, and in addition if someone is not my cup of tea or if I'm not theirs Mm -hmm. it's okay you know because I kind of hold those things I'm like what a great person why are you not yeah 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 so I'm I'm especially glad that you said that because in this goal setting and coming up with our different better more which is the goal for today for us to it's okay okay. you okay Okay. Yeah, spider. Okay. Oh. <laughs> spider one's different, better, more too. <laughs> yeah, so as we're thinking about what we're going to do differently, what we're going to do better, mm-hmm. and what we're going to do more of in 2023, the goal ultimately is for you to start thinking that through and start jotting that down. It's not going to be perfect today. Mm-hmm. This is the start of the conversation. Right. This is to get the wheels turning. But I want that phrase to stay in your head. I want it to, you know, I, I put hashtag in front of it because I want it to be a hashtag, different, better, more. What are you going to do differently? What are you going to do better? What are you going to do more of? And that is, it doesn't, in fact, you should probably go ahead and jump in on this because some of that stuff doesn't go in this book. <laughs> some of that stuff is, What's the toll that it's taking on you physically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So yep. we've talked about the weight gain. We've talked about the weight loss. But also what stress, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stress, depression, yeah. insomnia, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that manifest itself through, sorry. It's a lot of things that stress. Oh, no, the fuzzy thing came off. Sorry. A lot of things that manifest itself um, like grief, stress, unresolved uh, issues manifest itself physically that we don't even think about. A lot of people are walking around depressed and they don't really know it because their depression is expressing itself in irritability mm-hmm. and avoidance, you know, and, um, and just anger all the time. It's not just sadness and crying. So there's, there's, there's other things down there that are physically showing, you know, hair loss, breakage. Mm-hmm. Um, stress can cause, you know, hormonal issues, breakouts. There's so many things that you're like, what's going on with my body? Mm-hmm. And it stems from 
something else internally or mentally that we don't really know. So it's not just physically or the source is not physical, um, the origin is, but the symptoms are expressing themselves physically. So, so I'm going to give an example. So, you know, I'm, I'm the, the face of DMV does, right? And that requires me to do a lot of socializing, being out and about, mm-hmm. um, eating, drinking, brunch, and brunch is my favorite DMV pastime, <laughs> um, and, and it has been for the last five years. So what I noticed is that because I was so social, I was always out drinking. I always had food in front of me. I always had, you know, and I wasn't necessarily hungry. I was just doing it to socialize. So, um, you know, in the last, I met Dana in DMV Does, and many of you don't know, I've lost about 25 pounds in the last few months. Because I had to start thinking about it. I was like, well, when I go out, let me... I wasn't thinking about getting um, something healthy. I was just thinking about let's get as many bottomless mimosas (laughs) as I can. You know what I mean? Like you're out, you're having a good time, you you know, you're getting lit, the day party's fun. Um, And at the time I was single, so I was out having a good time and and just socializing. So um, a part of what my thinking was, you know, I was kind of masking, trying to be social, being out all the time, trying Mm -hmm. to entertain everyone and masking that with food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to work with Dana um, to really think about when I go out, what choices of food am I going to have? Um, what things should I eat? Um, am I going to choose soda today? Or am I going to do some soda water? Or, like, mm-hmm. things like that. So when we talk about how things manifest, in my, you know, some t- the pressure of being the face of DMV does, often it, for me it manifests in me always being out, always drinking, gaining weight, and I thought I looked cute, but then I'm looking at some pictures. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, and just picking it back on the conversation about, you know, how we mask certain things with behaviors. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I noticed that I was doing, especially um, in 2022. So just something to, to just uh, put out there. Yeah. And then working on that, working mm-hmm. on that weight loss is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish mm-hmm. right it's in in most cases self preservation right. yeah. <laughs> putting yourself first starring in your life story yeah. instead of being a supporting cast member right. that's my tagline this yeah. year i'm going to start my life story and not and stop being a supporting cast like yeah mm-hmm. self sabotaging mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep we do that or neglect yes yeah neglect yeah but what? No, we don't. We, we don't really. Yeah, we don't we realize. Doing that. Yeah, that's that's the key. It's tapping into. Oh wait, do that to Yeah, and finding and the healthy it. ways of healing instead. Yeah, yeah. Healing. Does anyone can speak to experience where you self sabotage a relationship, a job opportunity, a connection? Is there anyone think about anything like that they want to just uplift or or discuss? Yeah. I'm a huge self-sabotager. Okay. I am. Yeah. All the time. Um, as a matter of fact, I just came from um, out of town on an investment um, meeting where, you know, I have this amazing opportunity to work with someone that um, is building a community that makes people millionaires, like literally. And it does it for free. You just have to know, you have to know someone to know someone to get in, right? Mm-mm. So we're um, all looking for that name today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I'm a self-sabotager because um, 
so many times in my life as a realtor, I'm, I saw real estate. Nice. Um, but people always are like, I can get you here because they always want something from me. Yeah. You know, obviously yeah. I'm married, so there's nothing really that they can get from me, right? <laughs> yeah. But often I am a self-sabotager because I read that vibe wrong, you know what I mean? And um, I feel like it's something that they want, that they want to get it, and then they're gone, and they're not going to help me. And so for years, and that was me younger, but then for years now, um, what I do is I play this game with myself to see if that's what they want first before I even allow them to help me before mm. I put the money. And this is with multiple people, mm. you know? Okay. So I'm seeing, you know, I'm flirting, I'm this, I'm that, to see is that what they really want or are they really out to help me? Mm. It's self-sabotage. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah. praise God because I went and I did this experience and, and, I, and I did this again this weekend. Oh, nice. And when I tell you, when I tell you, I've never met a man of God in my life like that. Wow. That was like, I was. I could blow your back out if I wanted to because you, the vibe I can feel, even though I never made a move on him or anything like that. But he was like, um, I respect you too much. You know how powerful you are? Wow. My goal is to get you and your husband to that community development center in Maryland that you want to help women and children for. Wow. Um, wow. So I know what the game is that you're playing to see how far I'll take it with you. Wow. But I'm not even going to wow. okay. play yourself like that. Oh, wow. Get into it. Wow. do it. Wow. And um, it came right on time to come to this because I am a huge self-sabotager. Okay. Wow. Thank so you for yeah. I got checked, but <laughs> at my own name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels great. Yeah, right. Yeah. At least I know, though, yeah. what I was doing. He just answered right. the question for me, you right. know? Wow. Thank you for sharing. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. But that was that was your defense mechanism. Yep. That was your that was your wall that you put up because of your experience, you know, low grade PTSD. And so we do that unconsciously because of what we experienced in the past. We don't realize how it still manifests itself in the future yeah. and blocking our blessings because we're like, Nope, yeah. somebody hurt me, someone betrayed me, yeah. someone lied on me. I'm just gonna Right from that, I don't. I'm not even going to trust it. Mm-hmm. So you know, there it's finding that balance and be able to be um, aware and not gullible, but not not shooting yourself in the foot right. before you even get a chance at say, hey, you know, maybe somebody's here to actually help me, take me to the next level. Mm-hmm. Actually, wants nothing more just to see me succeed. Right. You know, that's hard, but that comes from a place of of, of self defense, of self preservation. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, there's, a, there's. It's not always, you know, severe childhood trauma. There are a lot of what I and just just from working with women. There are a lot of little micro um, situations and trauma that we go through that shape us as women. And just, just society overall. See is how we're we feel guilty when we do self-care, you know, yeah. as mothers, yeah. as daughters. We feel guilty automatically if we t- do something for ourselves and not someone else. You know, we're kind of raised, you know, to feel that way. We're conditioned to see that. We're, we're always kind of a martyr, you know. And so that those little micro things, they, they cause PTSD. They cause you, and I, I, don't, wanna, I don't want to minimize it, but I also mm-hmm. don't want to, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't want to downplay PTSD, but I don't want to minimize yeah. it because it does shape how we react. You know how our interactions, our communications as we grow up, and right. I see it all the time. The majority of my career is just taking care of women, and you see it all the time. And it doesn't have to be something as major as you know a death or you know mm-hmm. you know a trauma or you know sexual assault, although that that's very prevalent. Yeah. You know, for you know, unfortunately for women, but it could be just as you know, just male chauvinistic behavior. Yeah. You know, growing up being put second, as how many of you have been put second as a daughter? 
You know, mm -hmm. the sons get more. They get more permission. We're expected to, no, we can't do that. Or we're going to help serve and clean up the Thanksgiving, and mm -hmm. the boys are going to go have fun. The cousins yeah. go off. Mm -hmm. You know, these are little things that shape us in our future mm -hmm. that, you know, like you said, you just feel like, you know, I, I was self-sabotaging myself. We do that all the time to ourselves in our career and our relationships. No, just life. I just want to add to the PTSD thing. As she was saying, PTSD modern day looks like for us not getting that job at work that social media argument that you know the, the social media trauma yeah. argument with a girlfriend and, and the relationship might not be the same or a partner or an argument with an in-law that might change the dynamic of a relationship not getting if you're in a, a business owner not getting that contract so just so think about how PTA PSD, PTSD isn't just like being a soldier in the military or working, mm -hmm. you know, a first responder. Yeah. For us as women, it can look differently. Or, you know, someone, you know, my work, I work with hospice, so I see a lot of people who are dealing with grief. Uh, someone's about to pass away. Mm -hmm. So just think about how things that happen in our lives can contribute or look like our PTSD. So just something I wanted to uplift as a part of the conversation. And it might even help be helpful to um, explain that with a little bit more context in terms of, terms of saying low-grade depression yeah. or low-grade PTSD, that some of these events, as I started out earlier, seemingly common events, mm -hmm. things that we go through on a day-to-day -day basis that do bring on depression, that do bring on um, PTSD to some extent, mm -hmm. but may not be clinical, <coughs> maybe not, right. maybe don't get a formal diagnosis right, exactly. or maybe don't send you into wanting to go and seek therapy, mm -hmm. but does require some healing and some self-work. <coughs> right. So just for context. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Uh, um, in 2022, I just based off of that, but not type, not known as PTSD, I felt like triggered. Mm -hmm. and I feel mm -hmm. like certain things, whether it's at work or at home mm -hmm. or with family members or friends, they would say certain things or do, and it would trigger something that may have triggered and not realizing, oh, okay, it's a lesson you have to learn from it, so, something that probably happened in your childhood mm -hmm. or as a younger adult mm -hmm. or what you yep. went through last year yeah. so you, that yeah. you haven't healed from yeah. itself. Yeah. It's like it, it could still be low grade. Yeah. It's like you over you depression. overreact right. to things. You you over respond yeah. to things, and you don't know how to turn it off. So you don't know how right. to taper that because of what you've experienced in the past. Right. So and that's a that's a component of like clinical PTSD. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They, they they hyper respond to things. You know they can't turn it off because mm -hmm. of what they've been all of that stimulus and that, how they what how they protected themselves right. mentally and physically. They can't turn it off. Yeah. This is what happens to us but just on a lower level right you know yeah and that sensitivity that way you're reacting is the indication that you haven't healed right. that it is something right. that you need to work on so i want to point out in your bags um that we want each of you to make sure you grab today there is a sheet in there it's called the holmes rahe stress inventory index so i want you to look at that list for when we go into the breakout section some of you will actually work through it with me but it's the list of the 40 plus seemingly common events mm -hmm. the life events that we experience experience on a day-to-day -day basis and don't really associate them as being uh, stress and grief inducing, but they are. So it's changing jobs. It's um, a, a family member moving in. You know, there are things that you don't really think about as causing grief and stress, but they do. So I definitely want you to take a look at them. And combined, there's a, there are actually values assigned to these. And I'll show you, you know, for the ones that come to the breakout session with me, but some of them, the values are so high you see that you're on the brink of some type of breakdown. 
So it's a, they say a health breakdown. It might be a mental, mental, physical, or emotional breakdown. But when you have that breakdown and you don't know why, it's like, well, all I did was, um, you know, buy a home. But the, the amount of stress mm-hmm. that can come from buying that home com- combined with the other life events that you think are nothing, when you see those values, when you look at that sheet today, it's really going to drive this point home. I did mine. There are, like I said, there's a list of about 43. Um, I think I had about 17 of them. Mm. So in one year. And so the total for whether you're um, at risk for experiencing some type of breakdown within two years, that total is about 300. My total was 504. Mm. Yeah. So I definitely want you to take a look at that sheet, the value attached to it. And then, you know, you look at the values just to kind of make sense of the life events and the and the physical and emotional toll they can have on you. But don't think about it as, um, well, this one is puts me more at risk than this one, because what you're experiencing is your own. You know what I mean? Don't don't assign a particular. It's really just for understanding how a combination of life events can can have that type of effect on you. Okay? All right, well, let's hear some more responses to these questions. Let's see. Okay, so does anybody want to share what's going into the center of their vision board, or have they put um, their goals in alignment for what's going on in the center of their vision board or what they're working on for 2023? Were you able to get those in alignment? If so, let me let me hear a few of them. Hi, my name is Tanya. Um, I wanted to, I put something in the center, and then um, I want to take it back, and I'll tell you why. (laughs) Um, So I'll talk about two things. Um, What do you want to work on, budget and finance? And what is at the center of your vision board? At the center um, of my vision board is invest an additional $20,000 in 2023. the reason why I want to take it back, because as I was listening to everyone, I, I found that, and I know it's on the rest of these pages, I've become obsessed about certain things. Mm-hmm. So um, I will do something and just become obsessed. Obsessed, Like I, I came from an event and went home and I was really upset because I didn't get to sit down and look at my budget to make sure like I didn't overspend and it's like I'm talking about it all the time so mm-hmm. I really um, I guess that's something that I need to work on um, which is my tagline is um, journey to finally balance mm-hmm. okay. so I want to be able to find balance in my life so be able to find the balance between budgeting and getting my finances together okay. investing between them, but also living the rest of my life okay. yeah so but also getting to the core of why you obsess over finances. Yes. So there's something about security, stability at your core. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that root, because you sound like me because I do this. I I find joy out of number crunches. (laughs) I do. Uh So for me, I discovered that it's really about feeling secure. Mm -hmm. Not you know, when you go broke or at risk of being there, you never want to be in that place again. And so I think that was the cause for me. So maybe there is something more that you should be working on that is really at the core of why you obsess over the finances and the budget and the investing. And I think I kind of sort of know when I I had my daughter, she's 25 now, um, but when I had her, I went to my father, which is who you're supposed to go, you know, be able to go to. And I I think I asked him, like, to give me, like, $500 for rent or something. Okay. I was young. He told me no. Mm-hmm. 
He told me no. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, translated, I need to always be able to take care of myself. Never depend on a man Mm -hmm. for anything. I took it there. Never depend on a man Mm -hmm. for anything. So. So even him saying no, there's something in that. So what is it? A, what is his attachment to to money and finances as yeah. well that prevented him from being able to support you? So, yeah, I would say that I would say to work on that first. It's going to explain a lot about that obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we need to smile and laugh a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear some taglines. Yes. Are we ready for some taglines? All right. Okay. Heal in everything to create anything. One more time. Heal in everything to create anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I like that. Somebody in the back. Oh, there we go. I don't know about this one. Um, (laughs) Now it's really time to use the power of the P. Preta. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Right. Did you just come up with that after that? After uh I wouldn't do that. Okay. Look, I would be divorced before. Exactly. And look, we're gonna get you guys are gonna get okay, I see your hand. What did she say? Oh, she missed that. You You wanna say it again? Say it loud for the people in the back. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I said, now it's time to really use the power of the P. Preta. Preta. And that's her name. Preta. Preta. That's my name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Power of the P, but not the P. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have wine glasses that we're going to, um, I'm thinking about this, playing it through, you know, how with the housewives. They say their tagline, and then at the end, they're holding a peach mm-hmm. or they're holding a diamond or something like that. So we might get some shots of y'all holding y'all glasses, your wine glasses, yeah, nice. saying your taglines. Okay, let's hear some more. I'll go. Okay. okay. My apologies. I hardly have any voice. Yeah. Oh, my name's Marissa, by the way. Um, and my tagline is, she is a bit much, but aren't we so lucky she's here. Oh, I love it. it. There you go. Yes. I love these. All right. Keep them coming. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're looking at her Because you were looking at me like, I want to, but... So up until this, because I've always said making an impact while making an income, I'm okay. a public servant through and through, um, but that's part of my problem. Mm. I don't choose me. Mm. I never choose me. And I'm always healing someone. Okay. And I'm giving, but I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. unfortunately, I find broken people. Mm. They find you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They drop to you. Right. Yep. I find really broken people. <laughs> like therapists tell me like, oh, they're damaged. <laughs> Go. And I end up taking on their brokenness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wanna share anything? Jen. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll the next session. Okay. So Jen knows <laughs> I twenty twenty two was a really bad year for me. Okay. Um, I got engaged. Okay. Hot air balloon. It was absolutely gorgeous. I was so happy. I also am no longer engaged. Um, He has a lot of damage. And um, 
ended up finding out about multiple women. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as pictures went up, folks started sending me inboxes. Um, then threats started. And um, just recently, he um, threatened to send out nude photos that he and any videos that I don't even know where they came from because I don't do that oh but of me to um, everyone at my job and oh my um, everyone on my LinkedIn and uh, um, called all my family and uh, hmm. um, sounds like a true sociopath um, but to s I have to say this we went to three different therapists and every therapist told me to run Mm. In front of him, mm. wow. literally said, "Wow!" wow. One, the last ther therapist said, "Break them up." Mm. That's what his notepad said. You know, I can see the notepad. Wow. There's like a note that like break them up. Wow. Um, and I thought I could fix them. Mm -hmm. Um, he was adopted. I'm adopted. Mm -hmm. Trauma. Yep. And but I'm adopted in love, so I'm kinship adopted, and mm. he was abused. Yes, normally my tagline is making an impact while making an income. Today, different. difficult roads often lead to beautiful oh, destinations. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, Thank full you. circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right. So if y'all see some new photos of me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, it looks like we have uh, something in the back. Tagline. Okay. Me? Okay. I heard you say you were a healer. Um, yes. Oftentimes, a healer is a one job. And that one job is to breathe the light into mm -hmm. whoever it is that comes your way and move on. Move on. Oh, on. Touch yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. Snap, snap, mm -hmm. snap, 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 snap. <laughs> 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 All right, any more taglines before we head to our breakout rooms? Yep. That's the tagline. Right. Yes. Pink. All right, pink. So my authenticity will align the people and the opportunities that are meant for me. Okay, say that again for the people in the back. My authenticity will align the people and opportunities that are meant for me. Yes. So this year, I'm really getting into like content creation. Like that's my goal, and okay. I've been talking with God, and that's the purpose He called me to. Mm. So for me, it's really scary because putting myself out there in the past, like childhood trauma, I've been really before like mm. from being different and being myself. So it's just kind of scary to put yourself out there to people you don't know. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, I'm going to have to openly embrace that criticism because it comes with the territory. Yeah. But it's something I call to do, so I don't want to be disobedient. But it's been just scary. So mm -hmm. this year I'm really allowing myself to, you know, fall face for it into, like, something I'm scared of. But so yeah. I openly embrace mm -hmm. it. So Can I ask you where, where that, that calling came from? What, how did you know? What made you... So, this past year, I just started getting closer um, with my spirituality because I was just going through a lot. 
I live in New York. Um, I'm a first year in. <laughs> I just go to college. Yeah, I go to college in New York. I'm a freshman. So at my school, I go to um, the Fashion Institute of Technology. My twin okay. was there. My twin sister. My sister. My sister. Oh, wow. So if you know anything about this school, like creativity is just like a big thing. So everybody's really living kind of what we'll can seem to be their authentic selves. So I went through like a lot of like identity crisis, and I'm probably the most outgoing person I know. So like it was weird to go into a space where I kind of felt uncomfortable. So I had to choose myself, mm-hmm. and so I had to turn to like I grew up in the church, and I've gone to Catholic high school. So like God was always the only way I know how to cope. So this year I decided to build my own personal relationship mm. because you don't really fully understand something until I feel like it's more experiential. So I don't judge anybody who doesn't have a relationship because I knew it took me building my own to really have a real one with them. Mm-hmm. So I just did a lot of prayer and like, I don't know, I had an idea for like YouTube and stuff like that. But then I'm like, oh, no, I'm scared. So then I just decided to pray on it. And then I'll have a lot of confirmations through mm-hmm. like. Hey, I don't know, we're at church, they talking about something facing your fears or doing something that's outside of your comfort zone. Just like different different ways. Mm-hmm. And I decided to actually take the leap in this year. I'm going even bigger because I recognize I have to explain on platforms and it's mm-hmm. terrifying, but it's like yeah. I'm gonna try. I'd rather try and fail than I try. I share that yeah. same fear yeah. with you. Yeah. But I'm also pushing forward in 2023, so maybe I need you to keep me inspired. <laughs> and my twin went to FIT. She joined the campus ministry, so I'm going to get you two in contact with each other because this is many moons ago, but she she will definitely be a resource for you if you are interested. Yeah, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. All right, let's hear some more taglines. We have time for a few more before we head to breakout sessions. Come on, everybody. That's what we're here for, y'all. Yeah, we're here for sharing. Do you guys have one? All right, all right. We got, y'all a, hand. Have one? We got a hand in the back. Okay. All right, mommy. You don't have to stand up. Come on. I have a problem. My problem, well, I've been married twice, and I've always tried to fix people. Mm-hmm. And I know that you cannot fix it. Mm-hmm. So mine is, I can't fix it, I won't fix it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> okay. With your glass. <laughs> I can't fix it, I won't fix it. All right. Okay. Any more? Do y'all have one? I do. I shared mine. I shared mine. And somebody has one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dana's procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in the back? <laughs> Mine is pretty simple. It's actually been mine most of my life. I mean, because most of my life I've been trying to figure out who the heck I am. Yeah. Aren't we all? I'm always something for somebody else, but never something for me. Mm. I've Ever since I was a kid, I'm a people pleaser. Okay. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a lot of supporting cast in here today. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my tagline has always been, "I am who I am. That's all I can be." But who am I? I mean, mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been a daughter. You know, I started my family. I met my husband when I was 15. I'm divorced now, but 
you know, we start our family early, mm -hmm. I'm divorced, you know, my kids are grown, you know, I lost my son. So mm -hmm. with all that that went on in my life, at this point, I'll be 50 this year, and I have no idea yeah. in my 50 years, without being a mother anymore, a wife anymore, mm -hmm. a grieving mom, mm -hmm. who is Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, I am who I am. You know, that's all I can be, but who am I? Who am I? So can I have you stand for another another minute? Okay. What What is your goal for 2023? To find who I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, that's pretty much it. And, you know, my, my daughter is 22. Um, like I said, I lost my son. Mm -hmm. So um, once she finds you know, graduates you know, uh, college and starts going on with her life, I don't find who I am besides, you know, I'm an only child, by the way, so by the time I'm taking care of my elderly parents, I'm already taking care of, you know, an ailing father, you know, and as they get older, where does that leave me? Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to wait till this one, you know, passes. I don't want no one's pass, but you know what I mean? Like, once all of them are gone, where does that leave me? This year, so I can live while they're living, while I'm, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I want to have a life while I'm giving them life. I love it. I love you it. Know? What's what's one thing you you're starting to do outside of this um, today? What's one thing you're, you know moving forward, like saying no? Saying no. Okay. Okay. Pretty, pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Saying no. Actually, trying to carve out. My time, like mm -hmm. you know, my daughter's very clingy, so it's one of the things where I have to, you know, I literally have to say to her, okay, you know what, from this time to this time, then you know, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I have to, it sounds crazy, yeah, no, but, it doesn't, but, but, <laughs> you have to, so I know. Okay. I, I, I pay attention to people who say, hey, um, you need to do something for you, versus yeah. me saying, no, it's all good. Yeah. You know, some of people please are, if everybody's happy, I'm happy, I'm not happy, but you know, if everybody's happy. I'm happy. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. This. Time for me. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And I, I know, um, you know, I use this phrase jokingly, but I think it hits home. Yeah. All of us playing this role of supporting cast, and we heard it a few minutes ago, that it's 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 what we are kind of groomed and conditioned and socialized to do as women. So we become mothers, and we put everybody else ahead of ourselves. We are. Um, you know, curating their lives. We're shaping them. We're shaping others. We're executive producer. We're producer. You know, we're, we're giving, making everybody else the star of the show, giving them their storyline. But what's left for us? You know, what are we doing for ourselves? So I don't, um, I, I use that phrase because I think it makes sense to people. But I am walking in it this year and saying that that's my tagline. But I think you all get it when I say that, what it means to be supporting cast and somebody else gets the Oscar. You know what I mean? Like somebody else is the star of the show. And here you are just holding them up. But no, we're not doing that this year. We're and this is where we're going to end today's episode. All right. So in part two, Dr. Dana is going to tell us the four simple things we can do to jumpstart our weight loss. So no money, no app, no intense workout required. She's saying these are just four simple things that we can do to kick things off. Lose weight without having to change anything else or purchase anything else. This is what you can do. Um, so as we're here, we're talking about goal setting, um, writing down our, you know, our vision for the year, our goals for the year, putting things down on paper. I'm a big proponent of it because when you see it, 
it registered. When you register, you're held accountable. You hold yourself accountable. So that's coming up in the second half of these conversations from the different, better, more health event. Plus, how close are you to experiencing a, a mental, emotional or physical breakdown, a health breakdown of some sort? I'm going to identify the life events that put you most at risk for a health breakdown. All that's coming up in part two. See you next time. Bye-bye.